Doc, listen, I just got to the year 2020, and I got to tell you, Doc, I got hooked listening to the two guys on said podcast. This is, uh, this is heavy duty, Doc. So all you listeners out there, watch the two guys on said podcast or listen to it. I don't know what you do in the year 2020. Uh, I got to go. Oh, no. Doc. Welcome back to another episode of Two Guys On Set Podcast with your host, Gary and Hammy. <laughs> What's going on, Gary? I worked out, actually. That worked that's, out pretty good. That's pretty funny. I'm going to use that now. Gary. With your host, Gary and Hammy. <laughs> I got to get a Hammy one. You do. Hammy That's going to be hard to find. I'll do the El Chapo Hammy Talk. Hammy You should. You should get that recorded. Yeah. Think, do it. Uh, I'm going to do that. Do that. Oh, welcome to the Two Guys on Set podcast. Yeah. Um, we're a weekly, sometimes bi-weekly, bi-weekly. sometimes monthly podcast <laughs> where we talk about behind the scenes stories from working in the film and television industry, uh, along with movie and TV reviews, and sometimes we'll interview crew members like today. Today. Dry eyes, clear eyes. We got, a, uh, we got an... Uh... A guest today? Yeah, we got our first caller today. Uh, we're going to do a little phone interview. We got Jordan Wapner on the show. Uh, Jordan has worked in the film industry for three years, started off as a PA, and ended up as a production coordinator. Hey. Uh huh. So, you know what that means? We're going to talk to him shortly. Yeah! But first, uh, subscribe to us on iTunes to get notified when new episodes are available. Yes, sir. Yeah, all Leave right. us a good review. It we helps need, our Yelp score. Yeah, we need to get that A in our window at Sepulveda Studios. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's get into this, huh? Yeah, let's go. All right, Jordan Wapner on the show with us today. Can you hear us, Jordan? I can hear you. Nice. Nice. Welcome. You're first Thanks. you're you're a first caller. Epis- first time long time. Yeah. Episode forty one. We finally got a caller. We finally got a caller. Nice. You got the you got the phones working. Yeah. We had to uh, we had to patch you in. <laughs> <laughs> patch you in through the hotline. We we had an operator. <laughs> well, welcome to the party line. Oh, thank you. Uh, what services do you guys offer? Uh a little bit of this, a little, little bit, bit of that, that you know. A little bit all of right, everything. Right. Rub and tug, tug and rub, you know what I mean? Hey. Sometimes, sometimes, we're going to offer a little bit of... Uh, Would you look at that? You know. What? <laughs> <laughs> Would you look at that? Just got a good look at it. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, oh, take Whoa. it easy. <laughs> uh, Jordan, so you, you worked... So me and you obviously have known each other for... Many, 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 many years. Many years. Yes, we have. How um, many? Uh, I don't know. Twelve, maybe? Ten? Twelve? Something like that. Uh, years? Uh, or months? Ten. Ten, about, eleven? I, ten I think about seventy, like seventy-three. <laughs> yeah. I've known him since he was in a stroller. 
I guess I would have been yep. in the stroller first. <laughs> Gary used to change my diapers. Oh, oh, oh that got easy. <laughs> uh, so me and hey, Jordan, you got any? You got any gr- uh, good dirt on Gary? Uh oh. Um, do I have any good dirt on Gary? Uh oh. I, I I'll think about it during the interview. Oh, perfect. Oh yeah. <laughs> do that. So uh, Jordan actually moved out to L.A. with me. So what did he work on on commercials? Uh, you you did mostly no. TV. TV. Yeah, I did a lot. I did TV, a couple of movies, a lot of Nickelodeon promos, and so I worked on two Nickelodeon shows, but mm-hmm. mostly mostly scripted stuff and and promos and stuff. Not really commercials. I don't know if I worked on a commercial. Yeah, yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, mostly TV and and uh, yeah. movies. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, he he worked on the Bad Batch, the Keanu Reeves movie. What? And Jim Carrey. Yeah. Uh-huh. That, did that come out? It it went to theaters. Yeah. But never heard of it. It was it. It was in theaters for a very limited time, and then it went to Netflix. Didn't, it's on Netflix still. Didn't you actually eat lunch with Keanu Reeves? I did. It was just me and Keanu Reeves. Actually, did he say very weird? Did he go? Whoa. <laughs> he act, that act, chicken's it, delicious. <laughs> The the funny thing was on that on that movie I was a uh, a crafty PA. Oh, that's oh. right. That's right. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't told when I interviewed for the job that it was a crafty PA, and I was already coordinating at that point. But I was like, when when I heard about the title of the movie, I looked it up and saw who was in it. I'm like, I'll be a PA in this. I don't care. Yeah. So I um. I didn't really, I did whatever I wanted. Like I didn't have, I could go wherever I wanted. I didn't right. have to like. You, you didn't know, have to obey the AD. Exactly. So, <laughs> Sounds 100%. great to me. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I always used to go to lunch like a half hour before everybody else so that I didn't have to sit with the whole entire crew. Yeah. Not that I didn't, was like, not that I didn't like these people, but I just wanted to eat first. Well, we, we have yeah. an old saying that is, uh, we don't eat, we don't eat with the help. We don't eat with the help. Exactly, they're peons. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you don't eat with right. the uh, above liners, especially when you're doing yeah. transpo. Exactly. You always eat lunch early. That's right. <laughs> exactly. The people that pay, that make more than me, I don't want to eat with them. Exactly. That's so true. I don't want to eat with them either. Yeah. Yeah. Screw but um, <laughs> so on on Keanu Reeves's his first day, he just came for a fitting, and we were shooting in. Uh, at that time, we were shooting in. I think it was Brawley, California, which I don't know if you guys have been Brawley. there. It's like, yeah, where's yeah, that? Where is that? Like, well, we shot. We first shot in um, N- Nyland, I want to say, California, and then we went to like. I don't know Bombay that place either. <laughs> what? What's that? I don't know that place either. Nyland? Yeah, I, I don't. They're down near like, like way down near like Mexico, because oh. we shot near the Salton Sea. We shot at. Oh, that's right. But I think we were in Brawley when Keanu Reeves was on the movie. And so he went for his fitting. And then we we were eating lunch in this, like, small town, like, uh, like dance hall. It was, like, something you would see in a movie from, like, the 50s. Nice. Wow. And it had two big barn doors, one on each side. And I walked in one barn door, and he walked in the other. And I didn't even realize it was him because he was wearing a wig from the movie. Oh, that's oh, wow. funny. 
and he so he gets in line in front of me. I still don't know it's him. We're in like a line with all the like serving dishes. Yeah, yeah. And I wasn't paying attention. I was probably looking at my phone or something. And then he w- he was opening the uh, serving dish things. You know, they have the lids. Oh yeah. Taking food and the Schaefer dishes right away. Yeah, the Schaefer. <laughs> the Paul Schaefer dishes. <laughs> the Paul Schaefer dishes. Yeah. <laughs> And he kept closing it after he would, and I was literally right behind him. And then he's like, he he's like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm like, what are you sorry for? He's like, I keep closing them, and you're right behind me. And that's when I realized it was Keanu Reeves. And then he sat at this table. I didn't sit at the same table with him, but it was weird because he sat at a table, and then stupid me sat at a table next <laughs> to him, but facing him. Oh wow, oh, that's always weird. Awkward. <laughs> so he was facing me, and I was facing him, and we we're the only two people in there, and it was, it was very awkward. <laughs> yeah. that's pretty funny was he but like i snapped from pictures so it looks even more weird that i'm in this lunchroom with keanu reeves and taking a picture of him too you didn't take a selfie <laughs> i didn't take a selfie i on that movie we signed an nda that we yeah. weren't allowed to take any pictures right. which you're not supposed to do anywhere yeah but but no one really cares i've worked on commercials where they fired people for taking pictures yeah yeah, I mean, some... I get it. I would. I've still to this day have not posted yeah. one picture from that movie on, on, on social media. And I have. Yeah. I took a picture of Jim Carrey on that movie. That is the coolest picture I've ever taken, and I haven't posted it anywhere. Yeah, it's <clears throat> it's uh, it's not worth the risk. Yeah, I mean, at this point, nothing's going to happen to me. But yeah. I'm not. I. It just doesn't make sense to. Yeah. Uh, I. I actually sent that picture off to Jim Carrey to get signed. I, I contacted his uh, his uh, personal assistant. I oh. still haven't gotten it back, but when oh. I do get it back, I'll post it online. There you go. That'd be what badass. Look, you can post yeah. it online. Just change your social security number. Uh, go into exactly. witness protection. You're good. Yeah, I'll you right. Yeah. yeah, that's perfect. You could now be yeah. known as um, uh, Bill Hammerschmitz. Yes, <laughs> that could be your new identity. Hammerschmitz. I just have to learn how to spell Hammerschmitz, and I'm game. Yeah, it's, it's no problem. Look, if anybody is good at spelling, I know how to spell COVID-19. I think it's... Uh, uh, C-O-V-I-D-19. <laughs> That's it. That's it. How yeah, many, it's um, just uh, COVID. How many, yeah. how many jobs uh, did you do in the industry? Like how many... How long oh, did you work? I mean, three, three years. Three years. years. So, oh, so yeah, it's quite a few years. then. Yeah, yeah, a lot. I just, I, a lot of it was when I first moved out there. Obviously, when me and Gary first moved out there, we didn't know anybody. Yep. And, um, the first, I don't remember if the first paint, well, we both worked oh. on this movie. That was the worst experience that you could have ever possibly. Yeah, let's just say, on. uh, tamales, uh, for lunch and dinner, uh, for 10 days in a row. Oi. Yeah. And, <laughs> amongst you had to eat amongst cat puke yes what yes. yeah this lady that owned the house that we were shooting in she was the executive producer the yeah. cat would throw up on the floor and it would still be there three days later what she yeah, wouldn't it clean gross. it up <laughs> and not only that but she was a former playboy playmate oh my god yeah she's a former what? playboy playmate yeah yeah oh boy and she was Oh. Somehow that movie is also on Netflix. It is. They it all is. end up on Netflix. Yeah, it is. I Gary got hired on that movie for note for free. He worked on it for free. And yeah, they actually. Got, yeah. I feel like they actually owe me money because they never even paid me mileage. 
Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah me either. I worked yeah. on it. I went. I worked for two days, and after the second, in the middle of the second day, they're like, "Oh, we're running out of food. We have to go on a food run." So I went with one of the producers to like In and Out. This was shooting in Beverly Hills, and we went to some like an In and Out that wasn't even near. I don't remember which one we went to, but anyway, we didn't get reimbursed for mileage. And after the second day, I'm like, I, I, I'm not coming back. I was like, I'm done with Screw this. Like, that. I yeah. was just doing it as a favor anyway. Like they, they asked Gary if they knew anyone else. They didn't really reach out to me to hire me. So I was like, I don't care. They're like, hey, so you know any of uh, any other slaves out there? <laughs> yeah. And we were literally, there was other people that were not supposed to be paid also, but it ended up people got fired quit and all these other people stepped up and took their place like wow the set, like the art department or the production designer left so then they put like oh, yeah. the set decorator in charge everyone ended up getting money that was not supposed to get money except for me and gary yeah everyone they handed out envelopes to everybody with Some money in bullshit. it except for us in front of us yeah in front yeah. of us yeah Damn, that's a big f you yeah <laughs> and yeah. then and then they've called me back to work on other things and i'm like ah no you're like, yeah, right, bro. Yeah, I'm not yeah. going back to that so shit. They did send us a DVD in the mail. They did. I still oh. have it. Yeah. <laughs> Unopened, of course. That yeah, movie was terrible. Terrible, was terrible. It, was it bad? Yeah. Horrible horror movie. I never heard yeah. of it. That's yeah. probably why I never heard of it. Exactly. It is tremendously bad. Yeah, and the, the name changed, too. I forget what the, it's actually it did. called. It's it did. Else. I yeah. don't remember. Because of the name that they chose was already a Lifetime movie. <laughs> oh, really? So they had to change right, it. Right. There was like two other movies with that. Yeah. With that same person. What was the title? Yeah, one was, what was the title before? Something. It was originally called The House of Lizzie Borden. Lizzie Borden, yeah. yeah that title was taken? Uh-huh. <laughs> what? Uh, Chris, well, Lizzie Borden is like a... Uh, uh, she was a murderer. She Yeah, she was a murderer. It's not... Yeah. Oh. Uh, from like the 1800s or something, like the, during the Salem witch time. Yeah. And so Lifetime made a movie with Christina Ricci. Uh, with the same name? Yeah. yeah. I think it might have been a little different, but I, I don't know if it was exactly the same. But either way, they changed it because they didn't want it to be. I'm sure it's they. It's too similar. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. It, it, there was some kind of, you know, combination of House of Lizzie Borden and the new one. I don't know if it was yeah. exactly. Yeah. Terrible gotcha. movie. Gotcha. Yeah. Horrible. Yeah, so I worked, I worked on that, and then I think I worked on some like stupid website commercial for like seventy-five bucks. I got paid. Uh -huh. That was my yeah. first. That was my first paying gig, and I actually found it online like six months ago. That's, I found the. That's <clears throat> yeah. that's that's and better that than one, my first paying gig. Mine was fifty dollars. <laughs> wow. Yeah, and you worked like forty-seven hours for one day. Yeah. Wow. And then went home for three hours and went back for another 92 hours the next day. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Wow. What was the best yeah, job? Wasn't, Go ahead. I know I was going to say on that job Gary's talking about, I think the key set PA made like $3 more than everybody else. Per, like total for the day, not per hour. Ooh, an extra three? Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wasn't, it, wasn't it Luke? Oh, oh, he made $25 more. You're talking about the movie oh, I worked God. on. Where did he get 25 uh, bucks? More? Yeah, he made, uh, uh, he was making 75 a day. I made 50. Oh, okay, okay, okay. My bad. Big I, my money baller. Yeah. Yeah, how rude. Just kidding. What was the um, best job you've ever, uh, you ever did in those three years? The best job? Well, the, the bad batch was the coolest experience. Yeah. Because shot, literally shot in the middle of the desert. We shot in a, an airplane junkyard. 
I mean, I have amazing pictures from that movie. And obviously the people that were in it, Jim Carrey, Keanu Reeves, Jason Momoa, Giovanni oh, Ribisi, who I love Giovanni Ribisi, nice. and Suki Waterhouse, which people don't know who she is, but she's really hot. So, huh. um, Suki Suki. Huh. And then I, I also worked on this, I think it was on TNT. It was um, a Marvel show, but I don't know if anyone knows it was Marvel. It's called Agent X. Oh, yeah. That sounds familiar. Yeah. That's yeah, right. That's right. You worked on that. Yeah, James Earl Jones was in that. So that was that was the coolest like personal experience because uh, he only was in like two or th- two maybe two episodes of that show. Mm. And uh, one of the days that I worked on it, someone was like, you know, they came over the radio and said, "Can someone please get Mr. Jones a water?" So I was like, "I got it," like as quickly as I can respond. I went, I got the water, and didn't even think who I was handing the water to. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, Mr. Jones. And he turned around and I handed it to him. I was like, here's the water you want. And he goes, Oh, thank you. In that like iconic voice. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I can't even do that. Deep, uh... yeah, yeah. I, can't, I can't do it either. But yeah, that was the coolest, like personal, personal moment on the bad batch. We weren't really allowed to talk to anybody. So I didn't really get that much interaction with people. Right. Yeah. What so. else? What uh? What was it like starting off in the industry with no experience? Um. Well, I well, wouldn't. I well, would. Yeah, we had little to no experience. Right. We did do that production boot camp. That's right. That's right. Plus, you 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 worked on some of the stuff that I filmed Assistant in Florida anyway, so you kind of knew how it worked. Yeah, I did some of the stuff when Gary used to do music videos, so I used to help him do that stuff. Yep, I used to do ghetto music videos. No way. Direct, shoot, and edit. What? Like the type of music videos where the rapper would be like, yo, let me get a shot next to the stop sign on my street. Like, (laughs) for what? It's a stop sign. The talent talent on those videos was definitely Gary and not the actual artist yeah they wow. were super good so there was no talent yeah. no no it was they were really bad but hey yeah. you gotta do what you gotta do you know what i mean yeah so that production, somehow. that production boot camp it definitely like i wasn't familiar with a lot of the lingo and you know i mean i could figure out how to talk over a walkie-talkie and and yeah. figured that out but it wasn't that familiar to me so i mean that boot camp actually helped they also told us they would help us get jobs yeah I mean, 100% didn't yeah <laughs> yeah right that's what they always tell you yeah and, and then i actually contacted them at some point and i was like hey do you have any uh leads on anything and they were like uh who are you, <laughs> did, you ever, did you take our class and i was like never mind yeah <laughs> they're like uh no thank you that's a lie you you already paid goodbye yeah you are the weakest link goodbye <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, how is how is working in the film industry different than most of the rest of the world of other kind of jobs? Long how hours. Is it different. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, the hours are crazy for sure. Yeah. Um, I worked on a Nickelodeon show. The last, the last day of shooting was Christmas or the day before Christmas Eve. I guess I don't know if they would have made us work on Christmas Eve. I don't know. Oh, I've worked on Christmas Eve. Oof. Yeah, so maybe maybe Horrible. it was Christmas Eve then, but because it was a Nickelodeon show and the pr- the primary talent was kids, right? They would shoot everything with the kids that they can until 
they had to leave because of the labor laws. And then they would shoot everything with adults after that. So I think like that day I got to work at like seven and it was like a 21 hour day or something. It was crazy. Cause it was the last episode. But yeah, there's wow. like the hours are totally different than any other industry you would work on. You're also the amount of like spoiling that happens to people because of all the, the catered lunches. If there's oh, a second yeah. meal, the crafty all day, like I gained 20 pounds when I lived in LA. <laughs> I, just, I am just now losing it during this pandemic. Hey, Corona's good for something, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah that, but there's, I don't think you can compare. It's not like glitz and glamour like everyone thinks, obviously, because no, all, yeah. all they see is what's on TV. But, yeah, it's it's like way more – I mean, I'm not trying to say like people that work in the film industry are like heroes. But, you know, it's, it's way more like um, – I don't know what the word I'm looking for is, but like down and dirty than – Oh, yeah. Like oh, yeah. Anyone would think before going into it. For yeah, sure. people think it's all – Glamorous and glamour. Yeah, like, people think they're yeah, just going to show up and sit down and watch them film. Yeah, it's not yeah. like that. Somebody's yeah, got to make yeah. it happen. Somebody's got to do something. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it takes forever to set up one scene. That's, that's going to be like two lines. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing. There's no. It, it. The the cool factor. I wouldn't say wore off really quick when I worked in it, but it. Like I got over it. Yeah, really it quick. fades. You, yeah, you definitely start, fades. Yeah. You start to become jaded. <laughs> Yeah, I just work. Uh, the last job I did, I just worked with Snoop Dogg, and he was like literally right next to me. We went to work at his uh, studio the last day, smelling like weed all day long. <laughs> Dude, that <laughs> contact, funny. that contact high is crazy. Wow! But he's just like wandering around. It's like, huh? That's Snoop right there, two feet away from me. Yeah, whatever. Wow, was funny. was Crafty struggling to keep up with the Crafty table? was outside. <laughs> She's like, I'm not going in there, man. <laughs> That's funny. Oh God, I can't keep putting out enough fruit snacks. They keep taking them. <laughs> is everybody high on this job <laughs> <laughs> they probably had a whole van filled with backup food or backup blunts they had a lot of snacks top of their normal backup they had a lot of snacks i can only imagine a lot, lot of red of, vines a lot of snacks a lot of now, chips would you look at that <laughs> his favorite <laughs> chips are uh frito there's a Frito the, uh, flavor. It's I think it's Frito's taco flavor. The chili cheese one. The chi oh, I think it is he chili cheese those? one. Yeah, that's his favorite ch chips. Uh, Snoopy. Yeah, that's like the brown <laughs> brown bag of Frito. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one that's always left behind. That's the one nobody yeah. likes. That's the one you yeah, see at the liquor store in the way back. You're yeah. Like, oh shit! What is that? That's it's, like it's the, the uh, in the variety pack. That's the one that no one. Yeah. Likes. That's like Lacroix back in the day. It used to be the last thing left in the cooler. Yeah. Now it's the first to go. Now Lacroix, everybody drinks that shit. Yeah. Ugh, sensitive water. Disgusting. Oh, we love Lacroix. <laughs> Not me. The only I switched only to liquor. thing I drink is Coke, and I don't even drink that that much anymore. Do you snort it now? Um, only on if the day ends in Y, I do. Otherwise, no. Oh, okay, perfect, perfect. Yes. <laughs> um, awesome. So you went from working as a PA to eventually yeah. moving up to coordinator. Um, how, like, how did that, how did you, you want to talk about like how that went? The transition? The transition, yeah. Yeah, I had a producer that Gary worked with a couple, well, more than a couple times yeah. too. Uh, she, I worked with her one time as a PA. I didn't know her. She's not the reason why I got on the job. And after that, she would just constantly call me on anything she had. I guess she 
liked me. Yeah. And eventually, um, I moved up kind of through the ranks with her. Like I was a set PA and then I was a talent PA and then I was whatever, whatever else. And then eventually I was an assistant production coordinator on, on another Netflix movie. And through the course of that movie being a little jacked up and there ended up needing um not really reshoots but just additional photography then for the additional photography i was the production coordinator on that so then anything after that that i worked with on her as production coordinator but i don't know i mean it's it's definitely different than working as a pa because you're not needed on set necessarily like you're obviously still going to be on set but your position isn't like set focused and i worked a lot more in pre-production and post-production closing out the show yeah and prepping the show prior so it was i mean that was the probably the first time that i've ever worked in like an office setting like a true office setting was that but i loved it yeah it's, it's a good skill to have yeah, for sure. Like now yeah, you can I mean, transition was, into more administrative roles. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And there was on that Netflix movie, there was a time where like they, there was things that needed to be found for the movie, like cars and locations and all that stuff. And I was I ended up doing that stuff. So it, like there's a restaurant in that movie that actually was down the street from mine and Gary's apartment mm-hmm. when we lived together that I found for the movie. There was a car that I found off of Craigslist from the movie. So it's just cool, like, being more than just somebody being on a lockdown or setting up a pop-up or stuff like that. Yeah, that's right. We didn't have a locations guy on that movie. Well, there was locations people, but they were – they the the people – so that same producer that hired me on everything, she was on that. She was the line producer on that. And she replaced someone that had been fired. And the person that had been fired oh, wow. uh, spent the budget for locations like a week and a half into the... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a week and a wow. half into pre-production. Same with casting. So me and her ended up doing a lot of the locations and a lot of the casting. Like, the cast was already there, but all the, like, paperwork that had to go back and forth, it had to go through me. Like, I have emails from, like, Chris Leah and... Nice. Sarah Highland from Modern Family, like they sh- email straight to my email, and I shouldn't have been emailing these people and their right. managers and their agents, but they had no locations or casting department at that point. Right. Wow. Yeah, that movie was kind of like everything was kind of up in the air, <laughs> almost like yeah, because they they had a yeah she had to come on and like fix everything. Yep. Yeah, I, don't, I forget who she replaced. I don't remember what the it was a commercial. She replaced a commercial line producer. That was the problem. He had never done a movie before. Right. Yeah, and, and I actually, I worked on a TV show um, maybe last year where it was a commercial PM doing it. Yeah. yeah. And everyone was like, like, they're running this like a commercial, not like a TV show. I'm like, oh, wow. I mean, there's like differences, but, you know, yeah. obviously there's a lot of similarities too. Right. Most of the times it ends up being a problem, though, when you have that person that's never done a movie or a TV show. Yeah. Right. Because now instead of doing like just storyboards, now they have to do scripts and sides. and. Yeah. yeah and plus know. on a commercial, you're trying to please the, the agency when in a movie or TV show you have to please the director. So yeah. it's right. hard. it's hard for them to like get that 
you know, get past that that roadblock. Yeah, in yeah. the commercial world, the uh, the client agency have more of a say. Like they can say, yeah. "Oh, we want two more takes of that." Yeah, right. they they pretty much direct the commercial. Yeah, they, for the most part. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. True that. Unless you're Benji. Who's Benji? You never worked with Benji, no. the director? Uh, I forget his last name, but he's, I mean, he does a ton of like big budget commercials. Yeah. And he's hes great. He directs them like perfectly, but he always works with the agency to get what he wants more than, I mean, he gets what they want, but like, I don't know. And he moves through it so quickly. He'll only do like two takes. Right. And just moves through everything. hes right. he, he does a lot of smuggler stuff. Oh, nice. Yeah, he's really, really good. Sweet. Yeah. I don't know no Benji. Oh, you know Bingo? B-I-N-G-O? Yeah, I know Bingo. <laughs> he licks his Gary! butt twice a day. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Would you look at that? <laughs> um, you going to do some rapid fire questions? Well, I got one more one more question for you. Okay, and then we'll go, and then okay. we'll go rapid fire. All right. All right. Gary's <laughs> way. Uh, so, so you left the film industry <clears throat> a couple of years ago. Uh, yeah. what was your biggest reasons for getting out? Cause I'm sure a lot of people do want to get out. <laughs> they just don't want yeah. to at the same time. So like, what, what was I'm your reason? I'm trying to get out. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think the main reason was I just hated working freelance. Yeah. And, and I know that's like the name of the game and that's what you have to do until yes. you get like, you know, a staff job at Netflix or something or whatever it is. And I like, I know that's the case, but I like the last six months that I lived in LA was the busiest I ever was. I didn't have like, I think I maybe had a week or less than a week off that entire six months. I was just wow. before I moved. Yeah. But, but I, I still like, no matter what money I made, like I didn't, I never, I barely spent anything because I didn't know when I have work. Right. And, and like the idea of like, like looking into the future and being like, all right, well, I'm a production coordinator. So then the next up is production manager or supervisor, however you want to go. And then after that, like maybe it'll be a producer, but do I really want to be like, I want to be a creative producer. So is this route going to take me that way? Or am I just going to be stuck on this route and it'll be impossible for me to do what I really want to do? Like me and Gary moved out there to be writers and it it just, yeah, just like it got further and further away from that. And like, there's no medical benefits and I know paid vacations not that big of a deal. And there's always ways around it in LA with, you know, unemployment and stuff, but it's, I don't know. I just, I needed like, I, I was, I'm also a little, I, when I first moved out there, I was, let me do the math. I was already 32. Right. So I was, a, I was a PA when I was 32 and Gary was however much younger than me. So I felt like, like I got started so late that like, for me to catch up and like see like a way out of like living paycheck to paycheck and being able to enjoy the money I was making and be able to eventually get my own apartment and live like, you know, not like feel like I'm not that I didn't love living with Gary, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like you want to feel like an adult at some point, you know, exactly. not like you're in college. (laughs) Yeah. And I just didn't like, I didn't see that like close enough, in the future for me would have probably, it probably would have happened, especially since, you know, I had that producer that always had my back. I still speak to her like once or twice a week. She calls me 
oh, all the nice. time. And nice. she ends up calling me way too late. And I ended up being on the phone too late because she's in LA and I'm here, which is a little annoying, but, <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, I'm sure at this point I would have been, you know, promoted, you know, that many more times or whatever, but yeah, I just, I, the, the uncertainty and the freelance and, and LA never, like, I loved living in LA. It was the coolest place I ever lived, but it's still like, just never really felt like home. Like, I don't know if I felt like I was always on vacation there, but. It's, the thing is, it's such a struggle out here. Like the bills yeah. are, everything's so expensive. Yeah. So you have to like, keep taking as many jobs as you can. And then you don't have time to write, and it's kind of just yeah. you know, anything but to work. But yeah, you just have to work. Though, yeah, but the, the weird thing was like when I lived out there, like our rent wasn't that bad. That's true. Consider what year was this? Our apartment was really nice. What so, year was this? 2013. You know what's funny? Yeah. Oh wow, uh, yeah. I pay, I pay now by myself the rent that we paid together yeah, back yeah. then. I believe <laughs> yeah. it, man. And and, and like. As bad as the traffic is in LA, like all the jobs that I worked on, I never really had like terrible commutes. Like, I don't know. Like, I just, I, I also didn't, I wasn't like struggling with money. I just didn't spend anything. Like, I still had a yeah. bank account. Right. I still had a savings account that had, you know, a decent amount of money in there. 7.5 mil, you know? Yeah, I had 7.5 <laughs> million. <laughs> And I never wanted to spend it in case I didn't work for the next week. But yeah, no, yeah, that's just kind like, of the that's yeah, the, that's the like tough thing. You don't want to spend money because you don't know if you're gonna have work coming up. Yeah, and like if eventually I wanted to buy a house, like the only place I could have bought a house was like in the hood somewhere. Not even. Yeah, Shit. Like, like me and Gary worked with this producer on probably the worst job. Maybe not the worst job because that Capute job was the worst. That reality show that we both worked on. Oh yeah, yeah talking about gary what's that do you know what show i'm talking about yeah of course yes was yeah, it meet, that, meet joe black <laughs> no yeah joe millionaire there was there was a, Wait, um, meet joe black's show, a movie. female producer yeah meet joe black's a movie there was a, <laughs> a female producer on that show that was so nice and i still talk to her via facebook not like calls or anything but she was a producer making pretty decent money and her husband was an actor that was in like national commercial so he was making money too and when they finally bought a house, it was, you know, in the ghetto somewhere. They just sold it and ended up buying a bigger house. But wow. like, I didn't yeah. want to like be forced to like compromise just because I was living in LA right. for like what I wanted for myself in the future. And I'm not saying that there's other people that like other people will, are okay doing that because they know that they have like, not that I didn't have the drive, but like they're they're willing to sacrifice a lot more things to, you know, I don't know. I don't want to say live out their dreams because not that I wouldn't have done that, but it's just a different, I think, I think my age had a lot to do with being behind a little bit. Yeah. And not wanting to have to catch up, you know? Yeah. Right, yeah, right. yeah. That makes sense. I mean, it's, it's, it's tough out here. It's like a, it's definitely a grind as they say. Definitely. Um, it's not easy. Yeah, definitely not. Yeah. I've it. been hit up to work out there. The last time I was hit up to work out there was probably, I don't know, maybe six months ago. Oh, right. Nice. I got hit up to work on a, a movie about the the California wildfires on, from that paradise. That paradise oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I got hit up to work on 
a couple of NBC shows, some CM music videos. So like randomly I'll get hit up still. But Wow, that's um, good. Yeah, obviously I, I Well, say. well now with coronavirus you can just um work on those jobs through Zoom. Yeah, I, I actually <laughs> I'm making the Paradise movie through Zoom. Yeah, perfect. All through yeah. the all through the uh through the FaceTime there. So what do you, what exactly. do you, what does he do now? Well, currently I'm actually unemployed. Thank so you. you work for the government like we do. Well, yeah, I don't I'm not collecting unemployment at this time, but I I worked when I came back from LA, I I didn't really want to go back into the restaurant industry, which is where I worked before. So I was stubborn and didn't work for about six months, but I was fine because I still had some money. And then eventually I got a job as a restaurant manager, which is what I was doing prior. And I worked there for about a year and then that that uh restaurant closed. So Oh jeez. Yeah. Yes, which is it's fine. There's people that are way off than you know, way worse off than I am, so I'm not gonna complain about it. And you know, is it a reflection of the fact that I left a job in LA where I was technically still working? Probably. Should I I mean I there I always have like some regrets in that aspect. But I don't know. I'm fine with it. I'm fine with where I am. I, I'm still. I'm currently still not employed because I'm trying to not work in restaurants anymore, and I'm trying to right. change industry. So I might go back to school for something. And, nice. You know. Nice. Reinvent yeah. yourself. Exactly. Hey. Or who knows? Maybe I'll be sleeping on Gary's couch and working on commercials. There you go. <laughs> and the couch folds out to uh, to a bed. Yeah, I have that same couch in my apartment. Oh, that's that's true. Actually. How you doing? <laughs> All right, let's get into some uh, some rapid fire questions here, huh? Uh oh, uh oh. All right, we got we got a couple rapid fires. You ready to do this? All right, you ready? Do I have to rapidly answer, or do I? Yeah, have, you can, can take I your time. Give... Yeah, you can take your time. All right. Okay. All right. Question number one: longest shoot day ever. Oh, it was definitely on that Nickelodeon show that I talked about. It was like twenty-one hours. Something like that. Jeez. Yeah, that's pretty long. Yeah, and it started at 7 a.m., so it wasn't an early, it wasn't a late call day either. It was a pretty early day. All right. Question number two Which department is the biggest crybaby? That's a tough one. Come on. Come on. Come on. That's tough because as as a. They're all crybabies. Well, yeah, as a PA, it's different though. As a PA, I would say probably the grips. Mm. Oh, okay. I think. Yeah, it's usually yeah, it's and... usually grips or art department. <laughs> yes. Yeah, although a lot of the stuff I worked on had the same production designer, and they were always cool. So I don't know if I would say that. In yeah. My but as a as a production coordinator, I would say it was. I would probably say it might have been camera, but I don't know. I'd, yes. I'd have to really think about it. Yeah, I can see that too. Sometimes. Yes. <laughs> they, they they always want what they want, and if we tell them we, sure they did. can't afford that, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then it always becomes an argument. Yeah. You know what I feel, you know what I notice about camera people? They always want everything close. Yep. They yep. can never walk too yeah. far. Yeah. Their truck can be too far. Yeah. Crafty can't mm-hmm. be too far. Everything is—it's got to be there for them. Yeah, yeah. Put put everything on your cart. They're the only people that have 
a million and a half cards. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) All right. Question number three. Biggest onset pet peeve. Biggest onset pet peeve. Uh Uh-huh. Um... I would. I mean, I. I don't know that I really. I think the only thing that would annoy me was when someone did know how to use the radio. I think. Yeah. That's or someone like, like someone would, you know, instead of like going to two for a long-winded conversation, and they would do it all on, like whatever channel. channel yeah, channel one or whatever department they're yeah. part of. Yeah, I think that was because I don't want to listen to you talk for six minutes. So yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's pretty funny All and right. also uh-huh. also i hated when people would say they're going i forget what taking a crap now is 10 2 yeah i don't no one needs to know that yeah i worked <laughs> like, on a job where somebody thought 10 2 meant copy oh yeah i remember you told me that <laughs> oh yeah 10 2 10 2 what <laughs> yeah. why yeah why <laughs> yeah like if i ever was actually going to the bathroom to take a crap like i never went over the walkie and said uh jordan's 10 too or yeah I just uh, off my like i'm yeah i'm busy off radio for a few minutes or something yeah i would yeah people are gross i don't need to <laughs> anticipate in my mind well he's been in there for four minutes so maybe at this point is when he's wiping his ass <laughs> <laughs> i think i heard a plump a plop yeah <laughs> all right question number four Lacroix, coke or water um, I think he answered that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. When I worked in LA, though, I would have probably said Coke. Although, yeah, certain jobs it would definitely be water. But I've never had Lacroix. I don't. I don't like anything carbonated except for nope. Coca Cola. <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. All right. Nope. Question number five. Best caterer. Oh, does he remember me? Oh yeah. yeah. I don't know if I remember caterers, yeah. but. I do remember the guy that I actually worked on that I was the crafty PA with on the Bad Batch. He ended up, he was at that time, I think he was only crafty, but he ended up having a catering business too. And oh, we gosh. hired him on a few jobs I worked on. And I think you worked on the one, Gary, the, the Nickelodeon. Which one? On that. Sorry, say it again. The Nickelodeon what? The Nickelodeon promo shoot at the high school. It was like uh, inflatables, and it was like a a Nickelodeon like outdoor obstacle courses for oh. all their talent. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're talking yeah. about. He he worked. He we hired him as a caterer on that. I remember one day, and this is why I gained twenty pounds. One day he had chicken marsala as the lunch, which is like my ultimate favorite food. And I literally had five pieces of chicken. O-M-G. Wow. So, wow. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't really know the names of the caterers on the, the shows that I – like the studio shows I worked on, like yeah. all those Fox shows and TNT. They, they were good, but I couldn't tell you the names of them. Right, right, right. All right. Question number six. Which movie would you have loved to work on? Oh. Um besides like porn. of all time or like just while i was out there of all time of all time oh apollo 13 hands down oh, that's, my that's a good one that's a yeah good that's one. my favorite yes. movie of all time so it wasn't mean girls uh mean girls would probably be a very distant second okay yes okay <laughs> with like probably with like seven or eight 
million other movies in between one and two. Oh, okay. That's not yeah. that's not bad odds then. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, question number seven. Pick one: night shoot, beat shoot, or hottest day of the year shoot. Oh, night shoot for sure. Oh, yes. Yeah, you know, I yeah, think I, we concur with that. Yeah, I think we all because yeah. even if it's, agree. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Because no matter how hot it is, it's still cooler during the night. Yeah. Yes. Beach shoots are cool, but the sand it gets in no. everything. Yeah, beach shoots are horrible. Yeah, horrible. and there's also a lot of wind. So. Yeah. Yeah, and hottest day ever. I don't know who would pick that. Yeah. Maybe a serial killer. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty bad. All right, and the last question of the day. Question number eight. Best celebrity you've ever worked with? Um, like, pers- like that I had an interaction with or yeah. just that like I, I, mean, I think anyone in general. Really. Yeah, just anyone, yeah. I mean, the, I probably, it would be a tie between Jim Carrey, Keanu, and James Earl Jones. And I had one cool interaction with Jim Carrey, but we didn't verbally speak to each other because we weren't allowed to on that. He was a, he's a method actor, so he doesn't he, – in that movie, he doesn't speak. So he didn't speak to people on set. And he lived in a trailer in the middle of the desert during shooting while we all stayed in hotels. But oh, he wow. – my friend actually got fired for speaking to him. Wow. But, but he um, – one day he would – he. He went from base camp to set. He drove his car. His assistant was in the passenger seat. He And I was just hanging out on set, like, seeing if anyone needed anything, if I needed to restock, like, the mobile crafty or whatever or the water. And he came out of his SUV for whatever reason, walked right over to me and stood, like, shoulder to shoulder with me huh. and just, like, put on this, like, big Jim Carrey smile and looked down at me because I'm shorter than him. And I couldn't say anything to him. And it was the hardest thing to do because I didn't want to get fired. But I just wanted to, like, blurt out some famous Jim Carrey line, but I didn't. (laughs) You should have just been like, P-A-R-T-Y, because I've got to. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, but those, I think, would be... The the most personable person I ever worked with was this guy named Chris Ellis, who... He's a character actor. If you looked him up, you would know who he was. He was in Apollo 13... Armageddon, My Cousin Vinny, um, That Thing You Do. He was their manager, I think. Yep, yep. This manager and that thing. Yep. I still talk to him to this day. And he sent me – he's an artist also. He, he draws pictures. He sent me one of – I'm a huge James Gandolfini actor. He sent me a picture he drew of him. So he's the nicest conversation I ever had with. And it all started because of my love for Apollo 13. So, And yeah. he was in that movie. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. That's Sweet. great. Awesome. Yep. All right. Well, thank you for being on this episode. Yeah, thanks, Jordan. For sure. Thanks for having me. Of course. Well, we'll get you back on one of these times. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Hello? Yep. Hello, hello? Yeah, we haven't hung up yet. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Um, All right, cool. Well, thank you for being on this episode, and we will definitely get you back on at some point. Cool. I'll probably tell the same stories, but sure. Nice. Very nice. good. I just have different questions, and I'll have new stories. I'll yeah. Make up some. There you go. Cool. <laughs> cool. All right, man. Thanks, man. All right. Thanks, guys. All right. Thanks. See ya. All right. Yep. All right. This has been another episode of the Two Guys on Set podcast. <laughs>
And we'll catch you next week. Yeah. Make sure you tune in and subscribe on iTunes. Get notified when we upload new episodes. Yeah. All right. This episode is brought to you by ToySparks.com. ToySparks is a website that focuses on providing parents with knowledge and education about the best toys on the market. You can find lots of toy reviews on ToySparks as well as articles like iPad accessories your kids will love, children's toy storage ideas, and much more. ToySparks also has great educational articles like how STEM enhances your child's development and why you should encourage sleepovers. ToySparks.com, the toy website that sparks children's imaginations.